Welcome to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and welcome to episode 151 of the Rotten Views podcast. But then again, you probably already knew that because you clicked on the episode. Unless you have the episodes on autoplay, which I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys coming back. So if you guys haven't looked at the title yet, I'm sure you probably already have. You know what movie we're already getting ready to watch? We're going to be watching on Tubi, Highway to Hell from 1991. Uh, I've never seen this movie before, so it should be a fun one, hopefully. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But before that, before we get into the movie, as always, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast, sharing the podcast, leaving comments, sending emails, all that other fun stuff. I appreciate it all. And we had another influx of listeners. Uh, I think on Anchor, I said we had another 30 plus new listeners uh, over the last three days. So that's awesome. I appreciate that a lot. It means a lot to me. And uh, thank you guys for coming back. As always, uh, in case you guys don't listen to the end, I want to get some you know business out of the way. Uh, as always, you can find me on also social medias at Typhonstein. Links will be down below. But the main thing that we're pushing, we have the Instagram page, we have the Facebook page, we have the TikTok page if you really want to count that. But the main thing we're pushing, the main baby that we're trying to build up a little bit higher is the YouTube channel. We're pushing for that thousand uh, sub mark, so that'd be awesome if we can reach there. We are at 560 something along there, around that area, as of this recording. And I decided once we hit a thousand subs, I'm going to do at least one art giveaway. So I'm not sure what the drawing is going to be yet but it's going to be one full art piece or maybe you know i'll pick a random person and then we'll do a, like an eight and a half by eleven piece of whatever artwork they want uh, i'm not sure what the plan is yet but it's going to be at least one i'm going to say at least one might i might be generous maybe i'll do two maybe i'll do five i don't know yet i'm going to do at least one though for a random random person and uh this doesn't matter when you subbed or how long you've been subbed or how active you are i'm going to obviously try and pick someone who's active and will reply back to my message but you know it is what it is but yeah that's the plan once we get a thousand subs gonna give away at least one free drawing if not you know two maybe maybe if i feel generous five who knows uh we'll have to wait and see so if you guys want keep sharing that uh youtube link uh at typhon sign definitely go share that all over the place facebook tiktok twitter threads we're on threads now too in case you guys didn't know that you know the uh competition by instagram and facebook to go up against twitter ah so many social media sites uh, so little time uh, we're also going to be trying to get back into those shorts i'm working on setting up a, a little station on my desk so we can do some like time lapse drawings and maybe some full length drawing videos as well if you guys want to see that um but yeah i'm just trying to get everything set up um, get the camera the right way uh i got this new webcam so we're trying it out hopefully it'll work good i don't know yet if i have to i'll use my phone but it's kind of kind of pain in the ass to set up 
I'm not going to lie. But then again, that's the life of a content creator and streamer. Uh, nothing's ever simple and straightforward. So it is what it is. And you just go go with the punches and uh, take it from there. But if you guys don't know yet, on the YouTube channel, we do the weekly gaming video. So every Wednesday, I have a new gaming video coming out. And I'm also uploading the old episodes of the podcast on there as well. And then we have some other videos coming out and every now and then. I'm trying to... I want to... I want to do daily stream. Like shorts i don't know if i can or not like i haven't been seeing as much activity on the shorts so i gotta try and rethink what kind of concepts and drawings i'm gonna do uh because what i've been doing hasn't been really striking people's fancy i guess if you want to say that i've only been getting a couple hundred views at a time where i used to get like a thousand two thousand three thousand views every now and then uh like every other video was over a thousand views so i don't know maybe art streams just aren't that great for shorts i know there's only a couple i've only personally seen a couple artists get over a couple thousands for the shorts but then again i have been searching out too much so maybe this week we'll do some more research and maybe i gotta do some more anime pieces or some cartoon pieces or whatever is relevant in the art society i don't know we'll have to wait and see it's just all up there in the air like it always is because that's just how we run this place around here but enough of that you're here to listen to me talk about a movie that i've never seen before and that you guys probably haven't seen either uh i wouldn't be surprised if you guys haven't hopefully you guys in the background can't hear my fan running I uh, hope not. It's a little warm. It's a little toasty. It's only like 9.30 at night and it still feels like 28, but it's fine. It's no big deal. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, before we get to talking about this movie and get everything started and run down everything, um, if you guys don't want to hear spoilers from a movie that came out in 1991, feel free to pause the podcast now. Go download Tubi, create an account, or go in as a guest. Watch the movie on Tubi uh, because I don't want to hear any shit if you guys don't want to be spoiled. That's your own fault if you get spoiled on a movie that came out in 1991. But if you guys do pause it and go watch the movie instead of listening to me talk, please come back because we need you here. And I appreciate you guys being around. So some quick info on this movie. Uh, it's got a 6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's 53% on Rotten Tomatoes and 3.8 out of 5 on Voodoo. This movie originally came out on March 13th, it says on Google. But it says it came out in 1992, which doesn't line up to the year on Tubi, but... You know, it's fine. Uh, the budget was apparently $7.5 million to $9 million. That's a lot of money, it seems. Uh, the box office was 26000 apparently. Ouch. That doesn't sound too good. A uh, quick synopsis on Tubi. A couple's honeymoon comes to an abrupt end when the bride is abducted by a demon cop from hell. And the groom has just 24 hours to rescue her. It's directed by At DeJong. Oh, that sounds like a... That sounds like a joke name, but, uh... Apparently he's done Drop Dead Fred, uh, Fogbound, and Deadly Virtues, Love, Honor, and Obey. Um, I don't know. I think I might have seen Drop Dead Fred, maybe, but I don't remember it. So, uh, yeah, we'll just we'll just go off of that. Also, the writer for it was... We'll make sure we get the right name right. Uh, Brian Hedgeland, who's also known for working on 42, A Knight's Tale, and Legend, but not the same legend that you guys probably think of. It's not I Am Legend, it's just Legend from uh, 2005, where it was or 2015, I should say, where he was a director. Other than that, he did uh, one episode of Tales from the Crypt. That's, you know, it's the only other thing. I don't have high hopes going into this movie now, to be honest with you. But it's kind of interesting, because uh, the cast, you know, you got Chad Lowe, whatever. Uh, Patrick Burgeon, Adam Stork. But then if you go a little bit farther down on the cast list, you have Gilbert Gottfried playing a character called Hitler. I don't know if that's supposed to be actual Hitler. I'm assuming, maybe, because you also have... Amy Stiller playing Cleopatra, uh, Ben Stiller playing Pluto's cook, and Jerry Stiller playing the desk cop. Also, you got Lita Ford as the hitchhiker. 
Why does the cast that's not the main cast seem so much better than the actual main cast in this movie? Uh, you know what? It's fine. It's, it's whatever. We're just going to get right into the movie now. Let's get this thing on with and maybe over with because maybe it's going to be a, a write-off and a horrible episode altogether. But who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Presents Saturday Night at the Movies, the television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures. Tonight... Join us on a dazzling cinematic adventure down the highway to hell. A winding route that stretches from here to eternity. Kansas anymore. Discover the warm, energetic, inventive, and friendly inhabitants of hell. Can you tell me the quickest way to hell? Sex. Share with them their traditional crafts and delicious local cuisine. Vegetarian bitch! Beijing, Saddam Hussein! Bastard! Down here, that's a compliment. You'll marvel at the unusual flora and fauna. Delight in the people's daily pursuits. I'm a lover, not a fighter. And see reenactments of rituals that go back hundreds of thousands of years. Once you have crossed, there is no way back. I'm gonna school your brain! Learn how a people steeped in tradition have made their city a thriving modern metropolis. It's the cop from hell! And meet the individuals who have made hell the international hotspot it is today. I am the Prince of Princes. We've heard that story before, haven't we? Highway to Hell. An unforgettable journey from Sovereign Pictures. Now we'll have some fun. So the movie starts off with that MGM line roar, just like the last few movies. That of course doesn't mean it's going to be good by any means, so it could just be horrible. And then the music comes in with the intro credits, and it's kind of like this heavy piano style music with this deep voice in the background. And then this little postcard stamp, which I think is really cool, comes up. It says greeting from, and then it says highway to hell, and that's the title font coming in and everything. And then the intro for the actors comes in on that uh, little stamp as well. And slowly over time as the intro credits are going, on the stamp we see the stamp actually change it starts getting a lot duller and darker fading away and then the house that's actually on the stamp actually starts crumbling apart and decaying and there's also like a, a truck there as well that starts decaying and crumbling away and then this big fucking scorpion comes down the road which it's not accurate to the size of the road and everything around it but it's fine it's a horror comedy movie with ben stiller in it who's apparently not the lead actor anyway so it does fucking matter and then we cut and see this cop playing this arcade machine that says highway to hell and he gets pissed off at the arcade machine and slaps it because he spins out the car and he's looking around in the star and he's like oh and then our lead charlie he's like hey that cop is watching us 
And I think it's his girlfriend, Rachel. She's like, calm down, Charlie. You're just being silly. Nobody knows that we're, you know, going to elope and get married. It's okay. And then she's like, yeah, well, actually, the only person that knows that we're getting married is my mother because I had to write her a note and just let her know. And Charlie spits his drink. I was like, okay, time to go. Uh, that cop's probably after us because your parents probably hired him to try and get us to stop us from getting married. So let's, let's go and get out of here. So Charlie and his bride-to-be leave the diner and get in the car to go where they have a puppy waiting and he feeds the puppy the rest of his burger by like um the lady in tramp style and they get into this beat up looking pinto which has uh musani's or something pizzeria sign on the top of it, a big giant pizza slice on the top of it and then the cop comes out and gets on his uh, police motorcycle and starts falling and then charlie starts freaking out he's like oh no we also see us the close-up of the sign it's actually like nunzio's pizzeria i don't know why this uh why he stole his work car but whatever i guess back then it was different too probably you probably use your own vehicle instead of actually having a vehicle supply maybe it's the same way i don't know i've never been a delivery guy maybe it's the same fucking thing probably the same thing now with skip the dishes and all the crap but anyways charlie's all freaked out the cops following but they go off the off ramp or at least a different road it's nighttime so we don't know really really where they're going and the cop motorcycle just keeps going straight and uh goes on with his way and then they uh pull off to the side of the road and he's like okay you're right the cops not following us you're right you know we're taking the back roads to vegas it's fine we'll, we'll get there eventually i know it's really dark out we're kind of lost we're looking at a road map and i have no idea where i'm going but we'll eventually get there at some point in time maybe tomorrow Maybe next week. Who knows? And while on the side of the road, Charlie tries to get a little action. And the, the seat that she's sitting in just gives out and folds back. And the dog's like, come on, guys. You have to. The dog's just like, come on. Come on. Can't, can't you guys wait? And then she's like, I don't want to do it in a Ford Pinto. He's like, ah, just think of it being like a Porsche. It's fine. It's our own little Porsche. But the happy little couple decide to wait until they're in a bed and with no clothes on. And then they uh, take off on the road, which it almost sounds like the Pinto doesn't want to start at first. Then they're driving down the road and they pull up to Sam's last chance. It's a little gas station, which has very unique looking pumps they're kind of like on the uh the pillars of like the spartan areas the roman area whatever the proper term is just this nice pillar that has the gas i don't know container on top of it really weird but whatever we'll go with it and charlie gets out of the car to go look at this little stand that the old guy's got and it's got a like a cardboard sign on one table it's like free coffee if you want it i guess also i didn't know this one before when they left the diner or not but when charlie gets back in the pinto uh he gets through the window of the driver's door i'm not sure if the door doesn't open or not or not but yeah he gets through the window every time anyways then they go to start the car and the car won't stop so then she's like okay fine pop the hood i took shop in school i know what i'm doing i'll fix the car up to get it started don't you worry she gets done looking at, at the engine flying around a few things as close as the hood the hood doesn't even fucking fully close on this goddamn car it's seen better days for sure then as they're getting ready to drive away the gas clerk's like hey i got a free cabin or tent in the back you know if you guys want free of charge you have your own privacy don't worry about it just hide in the back and that's when uh rachel's like you know what uh we kind of have our hearts set on going to vegas and that's when the guy they're leaving the guy's like hey watch out for the two trees just uh don't stop at all just keep going okay don't stop make sure you don't stop we see them driving down the road and Charlie's talking to Rachel, saying how much he loves her and how much uh, you know he needs her and how better of a person she makes him feel. And then he looks over at her and pulls up the hat. And the whole time she's been asleep. And apparently the dog's asleep too. And he's like, okay, okay, fine. I'm just you know talking to myself. It's fine. It's fine. Just driving through the middle of nowhere, talking to myself. It's uh, it's okay. It's fine. And as he's driving, he's slowly.
slowly starts falling asleep and he starts speeding up a bit and then as he's speeding up a bit there's a billboard but there's also a cop car behind the billboard and once he hits the the gravel side the, the side of the road he wakes up out of a dead sleep and kind of spins the car out and then the cop car pulls up beside him he's like where the hell did he come from well you see uh he was standing sitting behind that billboard you can tell something's up with this cop because when he gets out and his foot touches the ground we see some smoke come up he's putting his like billy stick in his belt and everything and we can just tell there's something up with this cop and the cops walk around the car not saying anything to them and tries like what's up officer and we hear the dog growling in the back he He's got the flashlight just pointing in the car the whole time as he's walking around the car. He literally walks over to Rachel's door, rips the door off the car, and pulls Rachel out of the car. And we see this cop has, like, inscriptions or something on his face. His face is definitely not normal by any means. It looks like it's scarred up or has, like, writing in, into it. And then the dog gets out, goes to attack the cop, but the cop just throws the dog off. And then he throws uh, Charlie to the ground. And then he throws Rachel into the back of his cop car and drives off with her. Also, his cop car is some, like, really fancy anti-muscle car that then starts breathing fire as it's driving away as we see Charlie unconscious on the road and then the puppy comes over to start looking at his face being like hey look at wake up wake up cops taking her mom you want to wake up take my mom at least come on get up Charlie finally gets up off the road and is looking around he's like what just happened what happened and then he notices I think it's uh, Rachel's necklaces on the ground he picks it up he starts calling for her but there's obviously no answer and they just look down the road and we see tire marks pretty much the whole way down the road as he yells for Rachel. And then Charlie, instead of following after the cop, he heads back to the, the gas station and he goes to talk to the old clerk. He's like, what's going on on that road? Wh what about the two trees? And the old guy's like, I told you. And the old guy's like, what happened to your girlfriend? He's like, he took her. He's like, who took her? And he's like, there's two roads down there. You can't see it, but I've been down there. There's two roads. And he's like, where? He's like, the highway to hell. And Charlie starts freaking out. He's like, well, I told you about the two trees. And then inside the gas station clerk's home, he's showing him all the missing reports from the paper about how the hell cop is taking all these pretty girls and that's the only person that he goes after is pretty girls and he's stolen or kidnapped like five or six of them by the looks of it and we find out that the clerk's uh, wife Clara has actually been kidnapped as well we find out also the gas station clerk's name is Sam and that he fell asleep driving down that same road because he's coming out this area looking for work and that Claire was kidnapped after falling asleep and crashing the car and she's never been found ever since that's when Sam also gives him this shotgun. He's like, yeah, it's no ordinary gun. And apparently Claire also made the shotgun look nice by putting pieces of a hubcap on it. Then Charlie's like, well, how do I get to the highway of hell? And that's when they go into the garage and they uncover this nice old school car. And Sam's like, that Pinto might get you to highway of hell, but this will get you to hell and back. That's when they're then loading up this new car with all the supplies that they need, gas and whatnot. And the, this teddy bear falls out of the Pinto, which has a clock set inside of it. And that's when Sam's like, you have 24 hours get out of hell and if you don't get out of hell you're gonna be stuck there forever that's what sam's also like you just gotta believe when you're driving through those two trees that the road's gonna turn into hell and then as he goes to drive away and then sam's like hey i forgot to tell you there's something special in the car and charlie just keep driving away not listening to what sam has to say at all then we just see charlie driving down that same stretch of road back and forth multiple times just you know spinning the car out just trying to get through to hell just trying to believe to get through hell and that's when we then see another cop car coming up behind him and he's getting all excited he's like yeah it's a lieutenant from hell sorry sergeant nah, I'm not sure if it makes too big of a difference but he's a sergeant sergeant bedlam the, uh, aka the hell cop Anyways, this cop pulls him over and goes up to his 
the driver throw the question but there's a little issue it's not actually the hell cop so then charlie pulls a gun out on the real cop he's like shit and then he starts speeding away that's when he's speeding away and he's yelling that he believes that he can go to hell and he's believing and then this portal opens up and he actually goes right through it. and then the cop car stops and he's like the fuck just happened where did he go where he was just here two seconds ago where'd he go where'd he go and then we see charlie is now in aka hell apparently which just looks like arizona but it looks like to me and it's now daytime and he stops the car on the other side of this billboard and he looks out he's like i've seen this movie before is that back to the future and he's trying to get out of the car and he's just looking around and he's just kind of stunned because all he sees is just desert all the way around him and nothing else other than just one random billboard as well and then he gets back in the car and he th- talks to his dog he's like well not in kansas anymore it's like oh you and your funny one-liners you're clever clever writing then we cut to rachel who's in the back seat still of that other cop car and she's like who are you where are you taking to me and he kind of just looks in the back seat and kind of just smirks at her and then we show up at a place called Pluto's. We stop at Pluto's and he pulls her out of the back seat and I didn't realize that his handcuffs are actually a pair of hands like zombie hands stuck onto her wrist and as the helicopter is dragging Rachel into Pluto's donut diner whatever fucking place it is. He kicks over the water that's on the sidewalk and it kind of just starts to steam as it hits the sidewalk and that's when we see Ben Stiller's character the, the cook come out He's like, hey what the hell what's going on there? Apparently he's cooking the food on the sidewalk because it's so goddamn hell hot in hell which makes sense uh arizona whatever it might be i don't know uh but yeah he's cracking eggs on his forehead and cooking them on sidewalk it's just weird unique i guess then we look inside this diner and the the waitress like ah it's so hot in here huh just is it hot enough for you and this whole diner's full of these weird alien monster demon cops they're all covered in spider webs or like scars all over the face missing eyes that's when we also see penn stiller sitting at the the desk just like i just want another piece of coffee please shut up mod and give me some more coffee please as he just points as points as cup he's like fill up fill up to the room please stop talking just give me coffee please and then he starts crying he's like i just want coffee please give me some coffee she's like why didn't you say you want coffee we got this kind of coffee we got that kind of coffee we got this kind of coffee they got that kind of coffee over there you want to go down that section of the bar they got coffee then ben stiller's dad wants to be all funny and stuff and he goes to steal the helicopter's plate that has some coffees built on it and then the helicopter gets all pissed off pulls up his gun and shoots it at ben stiller's dad's feet and uh he just gets sucked into a portal somewhere else anyway so then uh, uh rachel pours some coffee on the handcuff the hand handcuffs and the handcuffs let go and she runs out and she's asking bensler you know how do i gather he's like uh you know i don't really know how to help you and then hell cop leads to the diner he's like she went that way she went that way don't hurt me she went that way definitely went that way then we see rachel running through this desert area as she's running up to these like biker guys that all surround her as the hell cops trying to chase after her and like the lead biker guy gets off he's like hey where are you going she's like ah can you just keep him away from me he's he's like don't worry whatever he's gonna do We'll do it twice as bad. Don't worry about it. Where are you running to anyways? You're in hell. And then we just see a shot of the helicopter walking down the road towards him as they're all surrounding uh, Rachel. Then the biker pulls out a samurai sword or some kind of sword, some weird looking sword, and puts it to the throat of Hellcop. And Hellcop's got a gun pointing at his face. And then the biker guy's like, Yeah, you're an embarrassment. You can let this little lady get her away from you. <laughs> you're a piece of shit. And the biker guy's like, Ha, I won't tell anyone on the police force that you, you're stupid because you let this little blonde lady get away from you if you just let us go and not cause us any trouble. Do you understand? So then they make the trade-off because apparently Hellcop can understand a deal when he sees a deal. And then we see uh, Charlie driving around in hell and then he meets his hitchhiker 
lead a Ford. And he's like, can you tell me the uh, fastest way to hell? He's like, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. As she, you know, pretty much goes through the passenger window being like, hey, look at my boobs. That's when she's like, so just one thing. I'll I'll show you how to get it. But do you have room for two? And then she moves out of the window. And then this crazy ice cream guy jumps through the window. And the dog starts biting him. And then he goes to drive away. And then the ice cream guy gets on top of the car. And then, you know, they stop the car. They spin out a little bit. And the ice cream guy has his ice cream scoop out. And he's like, I'm going to keep your brains. And that's when Charlie shoots him in the face with his, uh, his new shotgun that he's got. We see a giant hole in the ice cream man's head and it looks like he was just full of ice cream the whole time then we see charlie pulling up to pluto's and then the biker gang actually pulls out in front of him and stops him and then they start you know pulling him out of the car and then the biker guy's like hey that this guy's alive he's like yeah so am i he's like yeah but this guy's different he's actually after the helicopter so he's dead anyways and that's when the biker guy's like you're crazy you know that why are you chasing him though he's like well he's got my girlfriend he's like all right well i'll let you go but i like you charlie because you're crazy and you owe me one way or another and the biker gang makes a deal with Charlie to let him go so he can go try and get the helicop. And then we find out, you know, the biker gang is really nice. They just want to keep making deals with people. And then a bike pulls up in front of the car and um, Charlie thinks it's Clara, Sam's, you know, missing wife. I think it was. And then we find out uh, Charlie's car is really fast because it catches up to the cop car with no goddamn issue at all. And then we have this like racing down this desert road as Charlie's just ramming that nice car into the cop car over and over again to try and run him off the road. But it's not working out so good for him. Charlie goes to shoot the helicopter. He's like, no, I can't shoot the helicopter because if I shoot him, then the car is going to crash with you inside of it. And then we see Rachel in the backseat trying to like scratch at the helicopter's face and whatnot to try and kind of help run him off the road. And the helicopter just grabs Rachel's wrist and pulls her right into the cage and knocks her out and then helicopter's got no problem shooting at uh, charlie's car because he's an asshole then there's this tractor trailer across the road and it says red waste on it and the helicopter shoots the trailer and the whole trailer blows up red and then the helicopter drives right through the trailer explosion but charlie goes off into the grass desert area and then the car slowly just comes to a stop as we just see it leaking fluids and we see charlie walking through the desert because the car is not running anymore but we don't see the dog anywhere he walks up to this telephone motorist aid contraption so he opens up up. he's like oh it's just a telephone so he picks it up and he's like hey um so i need some help out here by chance uh my car's all out of oil and it won't start the guy on the other end's like so your car won't start until oil huh hmm He's like, yeah, so can I get some help? He's like, ah, looks like you gotta start walking there, buddy. And then uh, Charlie posts his shotgun out on the little telephone boost thing. Let me see this red tow truck pulling Charlie's car a bit. He starts screaming. He's like, hey, that's my car. And he runs down to it. And then the tow truck actually stops. And then the tow truck driver gets out. He's like, hey, no harm. I just have a little salvage company. Uh, you know, I just have a little salvage company up the road. And whatever I find, I usually just take it home. And then the guy's like, ah, do you want me to take it home and, like, fix it for you? Like, do you, do you want that? Because, you know, you said it's your car so so then tow truck driver offers to take charlie back to his place to fix the car and whatnot but the dog doesn't really like him too much and then we see the sign on the side of the truck it's triple a but it doesn't stand for triple a like you know it would it stands for anarchy armageddon and annihilation actually um that's kind of triple a right that's fine it's all the same thing and it's kind of funny as they're towing the car back to the the shop to get fixed instead of road crews like cleaning up the garbage they actually have waste bags that they're throwing down on the road as the tow truck drives through the garbage like yeah that's fine it's fine and actually you know we're in Beasel's garage the tow truck driver's garage and the car is fixed and uh Charlie's like hey so uh wait oh he's like ah nothing just you know give me a few beers if you want you know it's fine you know go down to the bar and sink a few beers if you want 
Right? And then Beasley's like, so, uh, why are you going to Hell City? He's like, well, Hellcop, uh, took my girlfriend, uh, my soon-to-be wife. And Beasley's like, so, uh, have you guys, you know, done the deed, done the dirty, you know, done the thing? He's like, I'm just, you know, asking because usually Hellcop only goes after beautiful young virgins. So, uh, if she's not virgin, she'll be fine. She won't die. It'll be okay. Let me see Charlie driving down the road as we see, uh, Beasley's son attached on the side, the passenger side of the car. And we're coming up to this really weird, like, factory good intentions paving company is what it's actually called and it's where people are going through the lineup and it's just various people who have screwed over other things like i just thought he want him want me to pull the plug and like i was only sleeping with my husband's best friend <laughs> and one guy comes up he's like sure i let little francis drink the bleach but she had to learn the lesson herself and we just see that all these body parts getting put all over the place and like these people are getting used as supplies for the paving equipment i guess because then there's like ah please keep your bad intentions to a minimum and your complaints to a minimum you guys are paving the way for a new society then a little kid pops through the passenger window he's like hi charlie i'm your new driving partner i can show you where your girlfriend is he's like, okay fine just stay there don't get hurt please i don't want your dad you know being angry at me and as they're getting ready to drive a random severed leg just falls on the hood of the car he's like oh that's uh that's bad and then we see they're driving and it's like late at night or it's just really heavy rain and it looks like it brains tar by the looks of it and that's when uh charlie's like so adam how did you get in hell and that's when we find out that the family was driving through and that hell cop apparently killed the whole family even the family dog and then took adam and gave him to Beazle. That's when then Charlie shows uh, Adam a picture of his girlfriend. He's like, ah, she's beautiful. We got to go find her soon. And uh, Charlie's like, so when we find her, we're getting the hell out of here. Do you want to come with us? We'll, uh, we'll adopt you, I guess. I guess that's what we're going to have to do. And we see them driving and they pull up to Hoffa's, which is like this mafia casino. And we see Hellcop's cop car sitting outside. And then Charlie heads into Hoffa's. And I thought maybe it was a casino, but now it's like a bar strip club. And we have a bunch of cage dancers in the strip club as well. And some random guy goes to touch one of the girls in this, the cage as soon as he puts his hand through the cage it just sets on fire that's when then charlie finds rachel and she's in a cage that says the sign on touch your own wrist and he goes to shoot the handcuffs off but then rachel's like hey it's right there charlie so charlie goes to shoot hell cop and he pretty much just dusts the shot off like it's no big deal at all and just keeps walking on and then hell cop shoots charlie in the chest with charlie's own gun and hell cop drags uh rachel out of the the cage and pulls her back into the cop car and then we see adam going to check on charlie and Beasel shows up. He's like, hello, Adam. Where have you been? He's like, I took a ride with Charlie. And, you know, I was just trying to help Charlie. And Beasel helps Charlie up and pretty much carries Charlie out of the establishment. And we have Beasel carrying Charlie. He's like, don't worry. I can fix cars, horse races, people. Everything's going to be fine. Don't worry about it, Charlie. I got you. Then as Charlie's like recovering on the, the bar while the bartender's cleaning some dishes, we have this little waiter guy looking around for EDL mean and he goes over to a table where we see Hitler played by Gilbert Goffrey. It's actually fucking Hitler. And Ben Stiller playing another character where he's playing like Genghis Khan by the looks of it. I could be wrong on that one. I'm pretty sure it's Genghis Khan. Or Attila the Hun. I don't know. One two. Needless to say, it's been a little bit since I've done anything history wise, so that's not fresh in my memory by any means. See, I graduated high school in two thousand seven. Just a set the period of how old i am or young depending on who's listening to this i know some of you guys don't think i'm young so that's fine uh, just because i'm stupid that's fine though it's fine and charlie finally wakes up and all we hear is hitler gilbert goffrey yelling in the background as charlie's waking up and it's so freaking weird 
And then we hear Gilbert yelling how he's not Hitler, his name is actually Bob. And when the devil actually looks at him, he's gonna be like, Hey, see you later, Bob. Have a good day, Bob. That's when then Beasley's like, Where are you going, Charlie? He's like, Well, I gotta go. I gotta try and catch up to him. Maybe they stop, maybe the car broke down. Beasley's like, You know what? I know a shortcut to Hell City. You know, it's close by, it's the road to nowhere. And then as Charlie's getting ready to leave, he's like, Come on, Adam, let's let's go let's go get uh, Rachel. And then Beasley's like, Hey, uh, Sorry, man. Adam's going to stay with me. He's my apprentice. It's at this point in time, the biker gang showing up as well at the same time. And then uh, Charlie's like, are you sure you're staying here, Adam? You're sure? And I was like, yeah, I have to say, but I'm staying with Beasel. Then we have this little conversation between Royce, the biker gang leader, and Beasel. And Royce is like, you know what? I, I was never scared. You know, you're taking him as an apprentice? You know, guess what, Beasel? I'm going up. I'm going back. And Beasel's like, don't be so stupid. It's at this point, Royce kind of looks a little bit sad and depressed. Like, oh, why you gotta be so mean to me? And as Charlie's driving down the road, the biker gang from hell, he calls it, just shows up and starts spraying his car down. And then there's like this dentist guy who tries to use a dentist drill on him. And they're chasing him. And then he goes through this gated area. And then the bikers actually stop at the gate. They're like, oh, nope, not going that way. And then in this area, we actually see the helicopter parked. And Charlie parks beside him. And then they're just staring at a mountain cliff side and a sign that points up saying nowhere then we see charlie going through this cave system and he hides because he hears a bike coming and he jumps in front of the bike with the gun point out and he's like clara that's you clara right sam sam's been missing you and then clara's just like she doesn't have much time and she's like don't take the road you know don't take the shortcut if you choose the wrong way you're gonna be lost and you both are gonna be lost that's when then clara's like you know i was a stupid kid and he tempted me and i took the wrong way and now i got lost Charlie pretty much just leaves her. He's like, you know, you know, Rachel needs me. I don't care what you think. Rachel needs me. And he walks down through this pathway and comes to this random doorway inside the stone, which then leads him to a staircase, which goes all the way straight up with a bunch of clothes just on each and every step on the way up. And it leads him down to another hallway, which has doors all on either side. And the first door opens up and we actually find Rachel tied in a bed. And then uh, Rachel's like, make love with me, Charlie. Make love with me. The devil won't want me anymore. And the next thing you know, we hear Hellcop coming up the stairs. Charlie hears the Hellcop coming up the stairs. So he gets ready with the gun facing at the door. But then Hellcop literally just breaks through the wall beside him. And then we have a fight where Charlie's using like a wicker chair to try and smack the Hellcop. But then Hellcop just literally throws him down on the floor and then grabs him by his feet and starts pulling him up like he's a little kid almost and then out of nowhere Hellcop goes for the cesaro swing uh if you're not a wrestling fan you don't know what it is but anyways he's just grabbing by the ankles and swinging him around the room until he lets go of him and charlie smashes into a wall charlie grabs the Hellcop's gun and shoots him once and then next thing you know we just see it's the Hellcop's clothes and that's it and he disappears but then we see the Hellcop's hand handcuffs slowly crawling away through the floor and trying to get to a different spot and then uh, rachel's gets free from the bed and she just starts kissing charlie he's like just make love to me now come on just make love to me now just let's get it over with charlie goes to pick up rachel's uh, bracelet that she dropped in the, the handcuffs grab and he's looking in the mirror and he sees his demon lady and then he looks back at rachel and he sees rachel and then he looks back in the mirror and he's like oh that's not my fiance and then rachel's like it's only just skin deep don't worry about it and then she turns into the demon version and starts like rushing after charlie so like, come on charlie just let me love you this devil's tail breaks the mirror and the glass is all on the floor and then she uses her tail to try and choke charlie but then charlie grabs a piece of the broken glass and literally chops her tail off then the demon's like come on charlie let's make the sheets sing i'm a lover not a fire charlie pulls up a shotgun just shoots it in the stomach and it falls through the bed and the bed turns into a ring of fire 
This movie's so fucking weird. Then as Charlie's leaving that room, the we see a flash and the uh, Hellcop's shoes and handcuffs and everything else just disappears. And Charlie gets out of the cave system, gets back in his car, and when he's getting back into his car, he actually notices the Hellcop's car slowly starts to disappear beside him. He's like, ah, oh, that's probably not good. Then we see this road that has a bunch of punch buggy cars all suited up and looking various as they're driving down with the Hellcop and Rachel's in the back seat watching some TV because I forgot to mention that the Hellcop cop car has like a built-in tv system in it that plays commercials the whole time because you're in hell i guess next thing you know we see charlie's on the same highway that's like 16 lanes wide and all these punch buggy cars are trying to ram into him and beat up his car and then this highway leads into a tunnel system and then charlie sees an exit sign so he goes to take the exit but then the exit takes him to a freaking cliff of all things and he stops just in time we see the hell city off in the distance but he's like yeah that's a straight drop down that wouldn't be good let me see charlie running through this bridgeway where a bunch of people all have white sheets on top of their head and he's trying to you know get his way through this area let's just see a three-headed cgi looking dog which doesn't look too happy with him at all actually it's not cgi it's definitely claymation now that i'm seeing it coming at him it's definitely claymation and apparently this like three-headed dog doesn't really like charlie probably because he doesn't have a white sheet on his head i don't know but anyways then ben runs off on the side where the hell dogs can't get him and he pees on their territory so then that distracts the hell dogs and the hell dogs aren't happy he's like oh no another dog peeing on their area let me see charlie getting out but with a bunch of other people going down this tunnel area that has a sign above it saying abandon all ye hope who enter or something along those lines it's a it's a neon sign that was going by pretty fast or led sign and then charlie sneaks into this building i don't know what the building is to be honest with you but then there's a bunch of old old soldiers from various wars trying to chase out after him so then he barricades one door her mop handle and then he's looking at like the janitor's closet and the housekeeping door and he sneaks into the janitor's closet which looks nothing like a janitor closet because there's like statues of naked people all over the place i it's hell let's go with it and then inside this room down the hallway we see uh, rachel playing a violin and she turns around and says, charlie i thought you were dead and he pointing the shotgun he's like don't move and he looks in the mirror he's like okay you're real okay, let's hug I'm, I'm sorry i held the gun at your face i'm sorry and then as charlie and rachel are, you know getting close again and happy to see each other i'm assuming it's satan who walks through the door and then this, you know the devil comes over he's like Haha, charlie sucks and started laughing about it. he's like your name is not in my book is there an issue here why are you here if your name's not in my book and he's like well i'm gonna take rachel back he's like you'll never keep rachel away from him she's my little virgin <laughs> and uh you hear her play uh she can do anything that she wants to with a little bit of help from me so it's up to rachel if she wants to go back to the other side or stay here in hell with me then the devil puts uh, charlie in a single-handed chokehold and then he finally lets him go and he's like you know what you know you stink i could probably let you go and then Charlie's like you know what you can take me just let rachel go and then rachel speaks up he's like have you ever been in love don't you know how we feel and he's like i know how everyone feels and then i have no we're seeing it's like fine just go on one condition never look back and he starts laughing at this little mirror that spins around and he spins the mirror and then uh, next thing you know when the mirror stops it's actually bezel and not satan and then he's like now it's time to have some fun then they're running to get in the helicopter's car and then a bunch of people start running after them and there's some of the statue people and then rachel's playing around with the helicopter's door because apparently there's a certain way to get the handle open and then 
Rachel knows how to do it. And then Rachel, hell nowhere, just starts to hotwire the car. Then they finally get the car started when it has a bunch of people over it. And we see Hellcop actually walking down the stairs towards the car. But they finally got the car started. And now they just got to figure how to get the hell out where they are. And then Rachel just tells Charlie the floor up because it looks like there's no way out, but there actually is. And they go through this random portal and end up back into the tunnel system. And for a reason, Charlie decides to shoot the helicopter's car instead of using it. But anyways, they make it back to his white car where we see Ben is now waiting there, just, you know, being a hot, nice, happy puppy waiting. And the next thing you know, we see them in the white car just speeding through the desert. Then we see Hellcop showing up in the tunnel system where his car was left. And it looks like the Oompa Loompas are trying to like pretty much rip the car apart and take it. And he's not too hot about it. He just starts grabbing them, throwing them around. And literally closes the hood on one guy. And we just see the legs shooting out of the hood. And we see Charlie driving to where Adam is. And he's all confused because there's a new building there. And the servant opens up the door. And Beazle comes out all dressed in red. And Charlie's in like a matching little attire as well. Charlie's just like, you know what? I'm taking Adam. And Beazle like, Adam doesn't want to go. And then Adam's like, I promise. I promised I was going to stay, Charlie. And that's when Charlie's like, well, I promised I was going to take you, Adam. He's like, you're serious? Okay, I'll go. Took a lot to convince you, eh, kid? That's when Beasley's like, yeah, there's many forms of me and there's many stages of hell. And you've barely seen anything. You've only been on the kindergarten level of hell. And Beasley's like, you know, I like you, Charlie. You got a lot of spunk. You know, you got a lot of will and determine. You know, and Adam's not a game, though, so you can't take Adam. And then Charlie's like, well, you know... I'll I want him. And Beasley's like, well, what's your terms then? He's like, well, we'll, we'll race the Hellcop, which we'll, you know, we'll do a race. And then that's when uh, Beasley's like, ah, I'm not really up to that. And then Rachel's like, well, if the Hellcop wins, you can have me too. And Beasley's like, all right, deal. That's when we then see Beasley in his limo with Charlie falling behind. And then Royce and his little gang of bikers falling behind as well. I also just noticed that one of the guys on Royce biker gang is riding a moped. So I'm not sure how he keeps up with everyone else, but you know, good on him. Good on him for that. And as they're getting ready for the race, um, Claire comes over to the passenger side it's like hey just say hi to sam for me will you and then he's like hey if i made you the quarterback of the rams would you give me rachel and sam or rachel and adam i, th- I don't know why he said sam and he's like ah if you would have said the 49ers it would have been a deal but you didn't say the 49ers so no deal and then royce starts talking to Beasley, being like why you give him a chance and you haven't given me a chance at all like you deserve to give me a chance that's when then Beasley's like you're a great disappointment to me and then royce kicks the front of the limo and he's like you guys kill him and they're like no way i say drive away being like i am not getting involved in this shit i'm already dead in hell and we see royce uh on his bike with clara and he's like if that boy's going back up i'm going back up as well and he starts racing off like he's going to be able to catch up to Hellcop and the, the other white car which i doubt it but you know never mind i'm a liar he catches up to Hellcop like nothing then Royce catches up to Charlie's car like no problem. Pulls out a sword and literally starts putting the sword through the car. And then Claire on the back of it takes her scarf and literally covers up Royce's face. And next thing you know, they crash their car or their bike, I should say. And I think Royce might fall off the cliff. I saw somebody fall off the cliff. But yeah, Royce falls off the cliff. Actually, they both fall off the cliff. And Royce gets impaled by his own sword. Karma, I guess. Would he actually die though? He's already in hell. So can he die again? I guess he can because... Charlie died, but Charlie's human, so I don't know this whole plot line on this. Then the helicopter pulls up beside him and starts ramming the side of their car, and then Charlie pulls out the gun, and he actually takes a shot and shoots Hellcop in the side of the head, and he looks like he's dead, but then next thing you know, he looks at Charlie like he's fine and shoots back at him. And then Adam's like, hey, Charlie, if you shoot Hellcop's glasses, it destroys him. He's like, why do you tell me sooner? And Adam's like, well, now I'm on your side, so uh, that's why I'm telling you now. 
They they drop the last bullet, and then Rachel's looking for the bullet. And then next thing you know, she sees a switch underneath the car, like the seat, and she she pulls the switch. And next thing you know, the white car has NOS, and helicopter just looks over like, wait, what? What what happened? And at this point, they're like going to Mach ten, but it looks up because they're just their face is just shaking. And helicopter's just like, wait, I lost. And they 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 reach the uh, billboard and they go through the portal, and that's it. They 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 escape hell. And the white car pulls out right in front of that cop car that tried to arrest Charlie early on. And he's still in the same time period, and the cop just looks on like, huh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't expect that to happen. And then the cop pulls him out of the car and arrests him. He's like, you want to tell me what's so freaking funny? And then the timer on the bear goes off and they they made it just in time. But then out of nowhere, we see the billboard just explode as Hellcop drives right through it, leaving tire marks of flames. Hellcop's getting out of his car while it's on flames. And then the cop's like, stop or I'm going to shoot you. And the cop shoots him twice in the chest, but it doesn't do anything. And we see Charlie just trying to break the handcuffs off because he's now handcuffed to his own car. And Charlie has a piece of metal in his hand. He hits the helicopter on the side of the glasses once. And the glass starts breaking a bit and starts, you know, glowing. But Charlie's getting choked out at this point in time. And then Hellcop goes to put his pistol into Charlie's mouth. And that's when Rachel pops up out of nowhere with a shotgun. Shoots him directly in the face. And we see his eyes just glowing blue as he starts to, you know, electricity starts moving through him. And then he explodes. And then we just cut back to hell where Beazle's sitting on this little hilltop cliff. is sitting in his chair smoking a cigar and then it's the end as the music starts playing and the outro credits start to hit i mean it's a weird movie but it's a fun movie it's one of those cheesy fun looking movies and i definitely enjoyed it um on the rotten scale out of 10 i would give it a solid seven definitely something you should definitely go check out so if you guys aren't tired of listening to me talk about it definitely you know go find it on tubi because it's still on there it's not i don't think it's in the leaving soon section as this recording it doesn't say leaving soon but it could be in the leaving soon section now uh whenever you guys go listen to this episode so that's assuming you're listening to it once it comes out and not like months down the road or whatever so yeah definitely go check that out which brings us to our movie we have to pick next all right guys we're gonna watch another one on tubi because you know i'm just on a tubi kick again like always uh we're gonna watch one from 1976 it's a horror sci-fi movie and uh it's called the food of the gods i've watched it once i've already watched it once on tubi uh it's silly it's definitely a silly movie but it's also based on a canadian island and uh, you know being from canada Guys, support those Canadian style movies because uh, why not? It's just no, it's a stupid movie. It, it's fine though. I I'm gonna you know pay more attention this watch because uh, the last time I watched it I was actually working on some artwork, so it's kind of was just background noise. Uh, but I did want pay attention to it every now and then. And there's some really cheesy looking shots, but I think it's gonna be fun to talk about nonetheless. Uh, so yeah, hopefully check that one out. It'll be fun. And as always, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, make sure to check out the outro band, The Blood Opera. Uh, I don't know why I was. The Blood Opera. Check out Blood Opera. You know, trial-based horror band. Uh, their links will be down below, but you can find them all on social medias. You know, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, maybe TikTok? I don't know. Uh, you can definitely find them on SoundCloud, though, and Spotify being the main things. Probably iTunes as well. And, uh, yeah, go give them a follow. Tell them I sent you. And, uh, you know, just spread the word and help support other horror content creators like myself. And as always, you can find me on all social medias at Typhon Sun. Links will be down below, but we are on TikTok. We are on Twitter. We are on Threads. We are on Instagram, Facebook. And that main thing that we are pushing the most is YouTube. I don't know if I forgot anything else between there, but YouTube being the main thing. Like I said, we got the weekly gaming video coming out every Wednesday. We have old episodes of the podcast going up and we have various other videos in between. And we have, I've 
like to tr say like four shorts a week uh i hopefully will find a routine where the content is actually really good and people actually enjoy it and do daily shorts that is my goal but like i said I, the algorithm right now is not a friend of mine because my videos aren't uh hitting off by any means so we're gonna try and get back on that good good tread on the youtube shorts and go from there but until next time i'll talk to you guys all later and uh make, you know if you want make sure to leave the a, a review on the podcast on itunes or you know leave a star rating on spotify you know i forget to say that kind of stuff sometimes you know because it's not on the top of my head but if you guys do like it the main thing you guys can do is leave a review leave a star rating and you know most likely you know share it share it on twitter instagram facebook share for friends your co-workers your, your pets maybe your pets would like to listen to the catalog while you're at work i don't know anything works right so uh yeah just hit that share button and uh, spread the love and i appreciate it all until next time i'll talk to you guys all later peace